listening to What's in the Box, the Xbox News, Reviews, Theories, and Conspiracies podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh Hutton, and I'm joined today by a wizard that makes us all wonder what's going on underneath that robe, Kyle Sandin. No, I'm not happy to see you. It's a second wand. (laughs) Get your mind out of the gutter. (laughs) (laughs) And a man that's not a wizard, he's just Harry. Brooks Nickel. <laughs> Fucking terrible. <laughs> For the ladies. Terrible accent. Harry. Uh, terrible accent. <laughs> Very true statement. Terrible accent. I think it was spot on. You're I've been told clapping. by all of my British friends that um, yeah. I have a very natural Oh my goodness um, If only I had my phone handy Where I could just count the number of contacts I have I bet, I bet. Uh, Yeah, I'd like to see that list In the UK, I mean, they, they love me over there I'm very popular <laughs> I think I heard Perry uh, just say bullshit <laughs> Perry <laughs> Uh, so we're, we're talking, uh, talking wizardry because today they announced that Harry Potter Wizards Unite will release on June 21st. This is one of those augmented reality games like Yay. Pokemon Go made okay. by the same people who made Pokemon Go. And, uh, this is more of a public service announcement, <laughs> uh, just to be aware that your, your public parks and your uh, fast food joints and all the places you love and frequent will soon be invaded by one twirling assholes uh, trying to fight <laughs> evil wizards. Um, Just throwing phones at each other. It's throwing phones at each other. This is like next level <laughs> LARPing. Do, do you guys think it's going to be the same level of craze as Pokemon Go? Or do you think little it's Billy be a little Billy screaming Guardian Leviosa all the way up till that bus hit him in the street? I would oh, uh, My... My mom actually sent me a link because they live in Florida. At Universal, they just opened a new, like, Magic Wand roller coaster ride. Oh, God. And the park was at capacity within three hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, my That's... God. So, I'll, I'll be frank here. Get ready for your parks uh, to be at capacity. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I and it's not it's not anything to do with the quality or content of the book. It is strictly to do with like the weird fervor around those releases. You know, when we were growing up, it was you know every couple of years one of those books would come out, and, and people were like, "Oh my goodness, I love the end of Chamber of Secrets, and I can't wait to buy the next yeah. one at midnight for my bookstore." So they were buying like one book every two years, uh-huh. and all their local bookstores went out of business. <laughs> Before the fourth one came out, probably. <laughs> um, but it it was like a combination of that. And then in my adult years, it seems like for the last decade, I'm constantly hearing people discuss which Harry Potter house they would be in. Oh, my God. And I just feel oh, like yeah, I shouldn't bro. be having this conversation anymore. It'd be like, Why? I took a sorting hat quiz on Facebook, and, and it said I should be in Hufflepuff. But, you know, I Why didn't judge, think that man. was right. Just go with what? it. I'm not going to go what, with it. I'm going to fight yeah. back. What Harry Potter house would you be in, Josh? I refuse to commit no. to any of them. Muggle. Born and bred, motherfucker. Uh, I've been called uh, a muggle. Be that so way. That, you're, no, you're no fun. Yeah. 
Yeah. You fun sucker. <laughs> I'm terrible at parties. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No comment. Get you a t-shirt now. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I don't know. It's, it's like, I think I hate anything that people wrap their entire identity into. It's like, I'm a Hufflepuff, which yeah. means I'm pretty easygoing, but if you fuck with my friends, I'm going to fuck back. And, and that's <laughs> about, you know, I, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> dude, you're such, it. you're such a Pam. <laughs> I, no, that see, that's the other one I hate. I love the office, but that's the same kind of shit I hate. Well, speaking of things that'll get you out of the office, uh, Rocket League's new season pass event has come out, and it is pretty badass. Some might say yes. it's a trip to the beach. Damn. Yeah. It's, is it called Days of Summer or whatever? What are they calling it? I can't remember. Yeah, Days of Summer. Okay. That segue and was hot like summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> uh oh. Kick an egg on that segue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, they got a couple new game modes, um, some really, really awesome new content as far as Ghostbusters, car, uh, other thematic decals and whatnot from Ghostbusters, the Goonies, uh, Kit from Knight Riders in there. Um, so some really cool stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, Spike Rush is one of the new game modes that they showed, I believe, at E3. It, it seems cool. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I think it really far awesome. into it. Um, it looked like you could hold on to the ball. It's like a beach ball. Yeah. So and in one so, of the modes, I think it's called Rumble. You have different powers that you have on mm-hmm. your cars, and one of them was like the spiked effect or whatever, where the ball just attached to you. So in this That's mode, cool. it's like the ball. Everybody has spikes on their car, but if the ball mm-hmm. attaches to you, if somebody touches you, you blow up. And so you, it's like rugby where like you're charging and you're trying to get to the goal line, but if somebody hits you, you're, you're you're done. So you have to like jump. I think every time you jump, you you throw the ball off of you or whatever. Oh, Um, and so you're trying to pass it and get your teammates and stuff. Yeah. Um, I've seen a couple different like games journalists say they, they they like it better than the regular mode. Um, and they were like big fans of rocket league. So um, if nothing else, yeah, it should be a nice spin on the, on the game they haven't done a new mode in a while i think that was something hunter and i were talking about not terribly long ago yeah. the game is is done so well it's just it's, it's bare bones it doesn't really need it but i mean hell i'm always excited to try new shit that they make i think they do a great job mm-hmm. um but yeah the cosmetics that days of summer stuff's awesome that 80s aesthetic there's so many neat oh yeah things to get and i just can't believe all of the different movie franchises that that Allowed them, you know, the rights to to use materials, Ghostbusters, and all that kind of shit. It's cool. Oh yeah, because they named tons of them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. When we were going down through the cosmetics lesson, we played Rocket League. We're like, oh, Ghostbusters, cool. Wait, the Goonies? What the fuck? You know, it was just like every movie we hit. We're like, how'd they get this? And it played. Didn't it play a song from Top Gun when you loaded in? What fucking song was that? Did it? No, I can't remember. I know I liked it, but I can't remember. Yeah, it might have been playing with the boys, Brooks. <laughs> just singing earlier. Yeah. with the boys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was on. I was uh, yeah, I watched the little trailer thing. Yeah, it feels it it has that vibe. So, uh I wouldn't be surprised if Stranger Things doesn't pop up on uh, around around their season 3 release. Right. Yeah, like a Halloween yeah. thing or something. 
That is true. That'll be interesting because Stranger Things, uh, there's the rumor that they're going to do something with Fortnite. And since Epic owns uh, Psionics now, um, I'm sure there could be a crossover type of it. That, that's something I hadn't even thought about. Oh, wow. Is all those deals that Fortnite nabs, you know, you might see crossover well, content with Rocket first. League. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the Nostradamus of video game. And Rocket League. Content release. <laughs> what a useless skill. You never know. I think I know. That's <laughs> for a million to one, my friend. <laughs> Kyle, why don't you tell us about another wonderful franchise getting a new online mode? GTA Five is finally getting the much-hyped casino DLC that everybody's been screaming for in YouTube comments for years now. And yeah, if you go online, you can see it. They put a bunch of, like, construction equipment uh, around the casino and everything to, like, prep for it. But it should be exciting. Um, It won't get me back playing a bunch, but, you know, I'll probably hop back on, try it out, have a little fun with it, of course. uh, Yeah. They're they're, they're speculating, too, that they might add horse racing into it as well, which makes sense since it's next to... The casino and that would be pretty fun. I might hop I totally on that forgot about for that. that. Yeah. Bet on some ponies. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh man, we'll have to get the gang together and go bet on some yeah. ponies. Oh, that sounds no. hilarious. Oh fuck. Oh, we great. might we might have to stream that one. Well uh, <laughs> this will be a little sizzle. I'm the uh, strong yeah, arm awesome. hunter into downloading another game he doesn't want to. Perfect. <laughs> great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I miss Hunter. I do too, man. Yeah. I I got to play with him a little bit last night, which was good because likewise. likewise. Him, <laughs> what? What? You said mm-hmm. you played with Hunter last night. It was just funny to me. But uh, <sighs> yeah. But uh, back to the DLC. I haven't come across a release date for it have you no i i don't think they said um okay a, a set date i i think they I just said it was coming up pretty soon wasn't sure yeah, yeah i don't think they confirmed that unless something came out today i didn't see anything mm, no i haven't seen it yeah i think it's so awesome dude i mean uh san andreas had the cool casino stuff just having that landmark on the map but never being able to do anything with it has always mm-hmm. been a bit of a bummer and i totally forgot about the horse track oh yeah That's especially cool. since it was in the single player portion i believe so yeah but i think you just were there for because you couldn't just go and gamble right in the single player i think yeah. you had a mission there or something but yeah um i remember yeah i was underused there too it's been so long but... yeah yeah it's been a long time since I played that no, I think it'd be fun. Yeah, I look forward to it. I'll definitely hop in with you. That'll, that'll be a good time. I wish I'd played more Grand Theft Auto on Five Online. No, you don't. You I just spent a ton of well, maybe not. <laughs> I say a ton of money on shark cards or something. But no, yeah. not all you of have us more. have. Not all of us have problems. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle. Which Kyle is, was, <laughs> yeah, here we go. Great, great. which is yeah. uh, which is honestly a great uh, segue into this next little piece of news we're going to be talking about. Um, which is an EA vice president says loot boxes aren't gambling. They're surprise mechanics. <laughs> yeah. um, Josh is going to weigh in a little more on that one for us. <laughs> yeah. This was uh, quite the thing. So the God. United Kingdom, um, which again, I've been told I have a wonderful accent, totally natural. I could blend in there if I wanted to. Yeah, um, They've been doing like this weird kind of investigation into gaming, both into like game addiction, um, how things are monetized in games. Um, so the parliament's been looking at all of this stuff and had different people come in and, and speak on it. Like EA 
has been one of the companies I would say along with Activision that has continually been called out on how they monetize their loot boxes. Um, both companies tend to sell premium priced games and then nickel and dime you to death with microtransactions. And Kerry Hopkins, EA's vice president of legal and government affairs, insisted to the UK parliament that the company's randomized purchases aren't loot boxes, but rather surprise mechanics. And he likened <laughs> it to uh, stuff like Hatchimals or Kinder Eggs or, or those type of like little kid things that you buy and you don't know what type of animal is going to be inside of it or what the prize will be kind of deal. Yeah, that's oh, just gambling too. Kids hooked on gambling, man. Yes, he uses the most innocent example of it. And mm-hmm. Yeah do do you guys do you guys see loot boxes as a form of gambling, or, or do you lean more with what this guy is saying? Yeah, I'd say yes and no. I mean, because you know you you have the the stereotype of gambling is trying to you're spending money to like make more money, right? In other words, loot boxes, you're just you. I guess yeah, in the sense, yeah, you're trying to get something but it's not money so it's almost a gray area yeah i think i think on consoles it may not be such a deal but like you know on steam you can sell cosmetics that you unlock in games and stuff to other people uh-huh. and i think I that's yeah. where it kind of becomes that's... more of a an issue i mean i think i might be a little off on this but i i heard somewhere it's been a couple years ago where uh, that streamer Shroud, who got so famous playing CS:GO, apparently like his cosmetics collection in that game is worth over a million dollars. Like he just sold out all of the cosmetics he has, as far yeah. as like what the cosmetics are priced on Steam. I mean, there was a time when that like that Player Unknown's jacket um, in PUBG was like seven hundred fucking dollars or something. I mean, there was some schoolgirl outfit in that game that you only got if you went to one event. And that thing was selling for three, four hundred dollars on Steam. So I think if you're if you have that kind of stuff locked behind loot boxes, and I, I think in that situation it's it's damn close to gambling if it's not. Oh yeah, gambling. I'd agree. Yeah. Um, but on a console, yeah. I mean, yeah, you could still like a game like Rocket League. You can trade stuff to people, and so people could PayPal you money or whatever, and you could trade with them. I played with a guy who was in a Destiny clan with me. A, year and a half ago or so and, and he was really good at rocket league and so we would play that sometimes and he would be like oh you have the painted version of this you could get you know x amount of money for that and i'm like uh, i wonder no oh, thanks wow. <laughs> you know <laughs> like i just you know it's just kind of a little wild black market deal, do you know? think there's a solution in like just sell the content and then give like free in-game currency to open loot boxes and you have an opportunity to get the content in the loot box, but you just monetize it by like skipping out on having to wade through all that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's the yeah. gambling itself that like, mm-hmm. right. Like it's people obsessed with it or hooked on it. Sure. I think that's a good point. Cause you, you, you know, some mobile games, I don't think many of them do this anymore, but it would be like, you can play a free version, but you're going to get this experience and that might be ads or you may have to pay for mm-hmm. certain upgrades or something like that. Uh, or you can buy the game outright for ten dollars or five dollars, whatever the case may be. That's how Hulu gets another like five bucks a month out of my ass. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. To to skip the ads Ad or whatever. Free. Ad yeah. free, baby. Yeah, these things are loud. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> kind of why I said not like yeah, almost a gray area because it's it's almost another form of capitalism. Because you know you you could right. s- equate it to like the Pokemon card craze or the Beanie Baby craze or whatever. It's just 
people putting value on something that has no real value. Yeah. Like what? Like yeah. what's an exam- example, Kyle, of that? Of what? <laughs> I'm, I'm fishing <laughs> what did I for just your say? addiction to buying fucking Rocket League keys. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. I'm putting value on the Rocket League. Crap. <laughs> what, yeah. What did I, just I think say? how I justify whenever <laughs> I do microtransactions, I don't think I've ever, maybe not ever, I'm trying to think of like a $60 game I spent money on microtransactions. I'm sure there's been a couple that I've I don't. A bit. I just don't do it. Yeah. But on games like, like Rocket League, you know, I paid 20 bucks for that game. And I've played that game. I've probably sunk more hours in debt than any other game ever you know and so for me it's like eh like what's another 10 what's another 20 it's It's something i've played for years you know and i i enjoy it and it's valuable to me and i'm happy to support the company that makes it so in my head it's almost like i don't really care what i get from the boxes that much it's just kind of another way of being like ah thanks for the game i felt that way about apex apex was free to play i bought the season pass on it just because i was like I'm having a blast. Like, have some money, <laughs> you know. Like, thanks for the good times. You know that that kind of marketing principle of reciprocity, yeah. where you give somebody mm-hmm. a free experience, and and kind of count on the fact that they they will appreciate that, and then try to support you in return. And and I'm I'm okay on like if there's some type of valuable content. I think the companies that really fuck it are you know the classic example with EA and in recent memories Star Wars Battlefront Two. <sighs> they fuck uh, everything. Yeah, and and that was like the prices were astronomical, and then you were getting these upgrades that gave you an, a very clear advantage in PvP, and you were getting those through loot boxes. So it became very clearly pay to win out of the gate, and and the game is still suffering from that. Even though they fixed that stuff, like yeah. the people that bought all those perks just run rough shot. Like if you hop into that game, it is not fun because you're going against people that have these higher tier perks and, and weapon upgrades and shit that you just can't hang. Like you just die, you get melted immediately and can't do anything. So that one mistake could basically tame that game forever, you know? And for whatever reason, they haven't just gone, ah, we're going to get rid of that card system, which would be the easiest thing. You know, that would have been their Diablo moment when they got rid of the, God, I can't think of it off the top of my head now where they got rid of where you could buy weapons with real money in the game. Uh, from other players and stuff. When when Blizzard axed that, even though it was making them a ton of money, it saved that game, you know. Yeah. And so I, I, they just never had that moment where they killed their darling and to better the longevity of the game. See, it kind of sucks because I feel like that's what GTA's gotten into as well. Because you hop yeah. on there and people have bought all this like you know flying motorcycle crap that shoots rockets all over and rocket cars, and I'm just, I just get wrecked. And it's just not even fun anymore because people just go around shooting rockets at you the whole fucking time. Yeah, that's a good point. And you can't combat it. No, no. Not with what I've got. Whenever you have a game like that where the main reason to play it is to buy the new items they're, they're adding on a regular basis, those items have to get increasingly sexy, right? Mm-hmm. Well, when you do that, then eventually you have all these things that are so overpowered or crazy that just ruin the experience for casual players. Yeah. I mean, GTA 5 still sells well. I mean, there's still months, you oh, know, yeah. even this year where it's it's in the top 10 of, you know, best-selling games. And that game came out in, what, 2013? I mean, it still does very well. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine many people stick around in that online portion that are new 
Yeah. Um, I, I'm sure the turnover or something in that is, has got to be kind of obscene. Uh, I, don't, I don't really I know that. So. I'm just speculating. But. Wildly. Wildly. Especially they, everything they keep releasing too is like more expensive. And it's like, Oh my God, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. The, the pricing on that is always kind of interesting to me because I guess whatever platform is hosting that transaction. Um, so like the Microsoft store or whatever, I guess whatever storefront, that's a clear way of saying that um, is hosting that they take a cut off that microtransaction. And so they'll tell companies sometimes, no, you should charge more for this. Like, mm-hmm. I can't remember what game I saw not too long ago. They were, they wanted to do like $2 microtransactions. And this, this had been years ago. This is, wasn't a recent thing, but Microsoft told them, no, you, you need to charge 10 for that. Say what? Because like for them, it was like, it's not worth it to us to put it on our storefront unless we're going to make you know, <laughs> a certain amount Figures. per purchase. And so that's something that, that comes into play as well. Um, I feel like on the storefront, yeah, they're always going to do whatever they can to maximize profits oh, yeah. sure. on just about anything that comes out. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, everybody wants a piece of it. You know, that that's something that has been kind of interesting um, with destiny as well. You know, they announced that cross save thing. So it's like, Oh, okay. I have this account on Xbox, but if I want to play it on PC or Stadia, <laughs> I can say, this is my main account and I can play that character and have my gear on PC year. And that's cool. But, then everybody was like, wait, do we have to buy the expansions and stuff on both? And yeah, you do. Like you, 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 because each of those storefronts licenses those things. Like it's, it's not necessarily Bungie's fault on that. It's the fact that, you know, PlayStation store, Microsoft store, steam stadia, they, they all have to get their piece of it and they're not going to honor something you bought on a different storefront. It's more of that um, surprise mechanics. Surprise mechanics, baby. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Microtransactions have been very, very interesting thing. And I, I think, you know, Fortnite kind of changed the landscape of it by doing the season pass model where, I mean, there were season passes for games. I guess battle passes what the term they usually use or whatever, where it's like, hey, for three months, work toward this loot. Here are clear goals for you. You can see everything you're going to unlock. If you pay for it, you get a boost to how quickly you can unlock these things in a tiered system and stuff. And and I like that. I I like Mm -hmm. that system. I like it in Rocket League. I like PUBG. Um, I think that's a better way of doing it because I know what I'm going to get. If it's a game I enjoy, I'll probably put in the time to get those things. Um, But at the same time, you know, I think the novelty of the, the battle pass is wearing off. I think several games have done them where they're not very good. Apex in particular. I think <laughs> yeah. Dauntless yeah. Pass was not very good. Um, where you don't really feel like the need to pick it up. So I, I, now I'm kind of wondering where where's the next, you know, what's the next thing that people next gimmick. do? Yeah, yeah to next, kind of change up the shape of microtransactions. The next mm-hmm. surprise mechanic. What's it going to be? Yeah, I much prefer just being able to buy the things outright. because I'm probably not going to do it, but I'd rather if you're going to monetize it and people want specific things, they should be able to buy it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And not, not spend hundreds of dollars trying to get it. I mean, I, I there's a guy on apex who wanted that knife um, that fuck. I can't even think of the character I play. Wraith. Oh, yeah. Wraith. God. Um, the knife that she can get wanted it so bad. And he spent $500 opening crates to get that oh my God. knife. Cause the drop rate on it is so low. And, um, he never got it, did he? He did get it. It just took five hundred dollars. Oh. Oh. 
It's always chasing yeah. that dragon, man. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, stories like that, I think, are indicative that it's an issue. <laughs> like, you should never spend $500 for something that's just in a video game that yeah. is strictly cosmetic mm-hmm. and only brings you joy for as long as you're interested in this game. Yeah, so, at least for at least with real gambling, I can win money. Right. <laughs> Occasionally. Right. Yeah. yeah. But you know, in the United States, they're they're looking at it. They're looking at how it's targeting kids and stuff. They've brought that oh, yeah. um, up on the, the floor of Congress as well. And um, Australia is looking into it. I mean, several different countries are are taking a hard look at it. And I think it's it's good that they're doing it, just because I think that it's finally. I think people are taking the gaming industry seriously. Like it's something that needs to be scrutinized to a degree. Because I think everybody's been like, ah, it's video games. It's what kids play. It's ba na 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 na, you know. Mm-hmm. And the industry's made way more fucking money than Hollywood for like five years, probably. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, they get if not longer. I mean, it's it's huge how much money comes in from gaming. Well, and, well, speak. Uh, go ahead, Brooks. Uh, were you gonna segue, Kyle? No, I was, I was going to say, speaking of his, uh, you know, the government's looking into it, and that's that's what pushed off this casino stuff for GTA, and I'm kind of surprised they still allowed it, because that was the reasoning, because you have so many little kids playing that, you know, and here they are going to buy a ton of shark card money to go gamble with it on GTA Online. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. I, I do kind of wonder how they'll do the, because it's going to use, I'm sure, the money you have in-game, which you mm-hmm. buy a lot of times in that game. Um, cause they don't separate like a premium currency really from, uh, from just the cash you can earn in the game. Right. Yeah. They haven't changed that. Yeah. That'll, that'll be a fucking problem. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, speaking of, you know, morally gray areas and, uh, the idea of video games, just being games, man. Uh, are games becoming controversial again? Brooks, did they ever stop being controversial? Uh, thank you. I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> what are what are before we get so. into this? Before we get into this, what what are like the big controversial games? Ooh, All time. Uh, so like Leisure uh, Suit Larry, Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah, comes to mind Doom. is the Modern Warfare Two mission. I think where you Modern do Warfare the, Two uh, through the, the airport. Russian. Yeah. Yeah. No Russian. Yeah. Yeah. Doom and I mean, um, oh fuck, what was that Rockstar game? Uh, Man, oh, Man Hunt. Hunt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gears yeah. got banned in a lot of countries because of the oh, yeah. chainsaw. Lancer. Yeah, it's either it's either like crass sexualism or just gratuitous violence, I guess that that usually yeah. lands you on that list. Um, but it seems like right now, Call of Duty is is towing that line and maybe kind of for another reason. Yeah. Uh, so a, a lot of people that, that played the short bit, they got to play. What, what was it? Addy three or. Yeah. It was like kind of a closed door demo. And I, I don't know if they just watched the devs play it or if they got hands on with it. I'm not but, sure. But uh, man, a lot of those people seemed <laughs> pretty disturbed. Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the comments were were kind of along the lines of like, man, if that's what this game is going to be like for ten hours, I'm not down. 
Yeah, the the footage of it isn't out, but they're 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 talking like they had no context for this mission, so they didn't know like is this every mission? Is this like are they showing us the most controversial controversial bit just as like some type of you know even marketing ploy where you get people talking about like we're talking about now, and then the game ultimately you know stays in line with what they've done before, and they have one or two missions that that feel that way. But yeah, well, and I think it comes down to like. And we've talked about it before, but that line of like video games have come a long ways from, you know, when they originated, what they originated as. And a lot of video games in the last 10 years have kind of transcended that form to like art. And there's part of me that feels like maybe they're trying to take the franchise in a different direction and maybe toe that line with storytelling and you know, trying to show the the lines of war and, and, and kind of where those mm-hmm. get muddied and, and whatnot. But part of me is also like, or are they just trying to make it more violent? <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. I, I also don't feel like Call of Duty is the type of game to do that. Uh, sure. We mentioned that last week where, or week before, where it's just, you know, it has to be done tastefully. And that's hard to do if, if possible at all. And this is a game where you just are killing a bunch of waves of enemies usually. So, mm-hmm. And it's it's odd to me that a company like Activision that's so damn big and they're in a position right now where, you know, they've laid off people in the last six months. Um, they lost Destiny. Destiny accounted for six million monthly players for them that they lost mm-hmm. when they had to talk about their earnings report. So that's a huge hit to them. They've had to lay people off. Call of Duty always makes money, but it's weird to me in this this situation where it seems like the stakes are higher for this company that they would make a game that would even be remotely controversial. Um, I think if they do it well, I mean, good Especially on them. Like, awesome. Climate. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like that's bold. Congratulations. I'm not like necessarily turned off by what I'm hearing. I just, it's I mostly like, just yeah. with like their track record. I'm, I'm concerned about it. Like I just yeah. don't know. I mean, Modern Warfare did a pretty good job of that kind of stuff. Um, but I, man, because the things they were talking about being so unsettling were, you know, things you had talked about a week or two ago, Kyle, where like when you're storming a building, it wasn't evident who was an enemy, who was a civilian, everybody's in plain clothes. Mm-hmm. And uh, then somebody would go for a gun or, you know, maybe some woman would have a bomb or something that you thought was a baby or something, you know I mean? Like it was these yeah, kind of yeah. crazy situations and what wasn't made clear to the people watching the demo was, is there a consequence if you kill the civilian? Yeah. Like, like if, if you kill the civilian, mm-hmm. like what happens? Is that a mission failed? Is that a, do you get reprimanded? Does it just affect your score? Like, like you know what I mean? If yeah. you're if you're trying to make this gritty, fucking <laughs> no, horrifying yeah. thing, kill three civilians, lost your multiplier, soldier. Yeah, like, and you're like, oh man, I'm not gonna yeah. get a perfect score. You know, yeah. like if that's all it is, that's kind of fucked. And and if it's mission failed, that's fucked because that's not fun because you're gonna accidentally do that. You know. Yeah. Um, and that was the thing when I was reading it. Something like they hadn't quite figured out what they were going to do with that because that's what they were saying you know that wouldn't be fun doing that and then you also don't want to do it to where you just oh hey slap on the wrist don't you do that again that was bad yeah. you <laughs> stop killing those innocent people uh, now yeah like they don't so, want to do that either yeah heathen so i think that's going to be their biggest hurdle i think yeah. it's the right direction for them i mean 
you yeah, gotta mix up. after so many I, Call well, of Duty games, you got to mix it up somehow. At least yeah, you try with the reimagining of modern yeah. warfare. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought one guy what I what I liked about what he said because it was a uh, video I watched was different IGN uh, writers had watched the demo, and one of the guys was like, "I mean, it seems ripped from the headlines. It seems like it's really trying to speak to what's going on now." And he's like, "I get so much of that on a daily basis. Yeah. I don't want to play it in the game." Like he seemed like like yeah, he's like, "Man, I don't know that I want to do this." But I understand too. You know, mm. so many of the other games that. Are, are published under that Call of Duty moniker are have gotten so like vibrant in color and arcadey and silly and stuff that I I get people that want a tactical game and, and getting back to that kind of experience. Um, and it sounds like a lot of the mechanics that will have will be similar to Rainbow Six, which is a wonderful game. And people liked Rainbow Six. Let's put Rainbow Six stuff in our game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is their technique anymore most of the time. I, I get that guy's comment, but at the same time, how much of the single player are you gonna like play? You know, you're gonna sure. you that's, play that's real quick, and it's too. just gonna all be mainly online. Yeah. yeah, play all of it. Yeah, I do think playing it online. We found I'm I'm kind of curious about the speed of it. You know, Call of Duty is always this Twitch shooter is very fast paced and stuff. I agree. Uh, going to having like a peak mechanic and stuff like that. I I think it really may slow the the gameplay down. Yeah. Um, which might not be terrible. Uh, you know, yeah. I just. I, I think it it stands that it'll be a much different flow to matches than Black Ops Four, mm-hmm. where it's very run yeah. gun, which um, <laughs> might be kind of nice. At the same time, on the other end of that spectrum, um, there was another game we were going to talk about um, under this topic of being controversial, and that's a uh, Man Eater, right? Uh, which is oh. a game that was shown, I believe, at E three as well, and you would play a shark. And you swim around and eat sea animals and whatnot and <laughs> wreak fucking havoc on humans uh, quite yeah. violently. Yes. If I might, yeah. if I might add that. Uh, it's very, very bloody, very gory. Um, and, you know, it, it seems like a cool idea for a game. I, I always I agree. I always think, though, mm-hmm. that any game where you're playing like an ocean animal, there's only so much you can. Right, they you called do, it like the GTA. They yeah, called it the GTA, GTA meets 5. Jaws or something. Oh my yeah. god! And it was. <laughs> well, it comes. Uh, to... I think it's controversial for that reason of just being gratuitous. Like the violence sure. seems <laughs> almost unnecessary. And I don't know. I guess there are people that enjoy that. Yeah. Do seems you think? Sick, but yeah. Do you think it caught more flack because it's? I mean it. It looks like it's pretty arcadey and how like the mechanics of the game, but it it's rendered fairly realistically. Do you think that art style decision of making a more realistic world, a more realistic, you know, human models and shark and stuff, do you think that's why people are kind of flipping out about it? Uh, I don't know. I I honestly I think it's because people are like, sharks wouldn't do that. That's not <laughs> what sharks would do. Yeah. Sharks yeah. Don't just go eat people like that. They're gentle creatures. What comes to mind when I think of that is like that family guy where he's like, oh, I'm going to eat you. I'm going to take a little bite off you. Yeah. No, I mean, I think I think it lends, it lends a hand to it that it's the art style is that way. But I don't I know. It just, it just seems like, what's the point? Like, you're just, mm-hmm. you know, there's no purpose to anything. Yeah. 
it doesn't definitely... seem like a game that I feel compelled to play really at all because yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, the the violence feels rewarding it... of my time. In yeah, any way. yeah. No, that'd only be good for VR. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can see that. Um, but I, I, I do think like the art style to me. I think that's what bothers me. Because it, 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 it has like RPG type mechanics where you can upgrade your shark if you eat a certain number of animals or some crap. And yeah, it said yeah, something that's... like you could have like armor basically made of bones and stuff around your shark uh, and all that kind of crap. That's you know? not, yeah, that's pushing. Um, yeah. And, and so like lean into that, that's fine. But whenever everything looks pretty real and you're just constantly maiming people, I don't know. If it looked cartoony and silly and was really over the top, I think yeah. I wouldn't care. But yeah, they pulled I think like a goat. It bothers me to some degree, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is just pure silliness. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it just it, it seems to be geared to cater to the violence, and that's yeah. probably what I think people are inherently upset with. Which right. makes sense. I could I mean, see that. Oh, yeah. It's violence just for violence' sake. It's not like you get to be a shark. Explore these beautiful ocean environments. Mm-hmm. No, it's fucking yeah. people. Tear them apart. Bite their heads off. Strange. Speaking of strange. Uh, oh, wow, yeah. Tell us all the strange new games Baby. coming to Game Pass. <laughs> so strange. For June 20th, we have Resident Evil Revelations and it's Rare Replay. One. Yeah, both of those are solid. Yeah, I've heard. Heard and seen good things about the Rare Replay. I've never been a Resident Evil fan, so to each their own on that one. Yeah, they're good games. Yeah. Most, most of them oh, are yeah. very good games. If you're if you're a fan of that like genre, <laughs> they kind of defined it. So oh, yeah. they're super, super good. So good additions there. June 27th, we have Torment, Tides, excuse me, Tides of Numenera. Interesting. I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> that sounds like a winner. I didn't even That's the that one. one. Kyle, Kyle is going in on that one. The day it's out, he's in there, balls deep, yeah, giving it everything he's got. Some people some torment. <laughs> Josh, didn't you know a know a girl from New New Numenera? I did know a girl from Numenera. Yeah, she was um, friends with Mazona. She was friends with <laughs> Arizona. Yeah, Kyle's flame. Um, well, see, we got set up on a blind date. And I was pretty excited at the time because you know it's just kind of the process of playing somebody and um, you go on this, this blind Shut the date. Fuck up. Let me finish. You go on this blind date, and we get there, and uh, she seems nice enough. She's a violinist and she plays for the Philharmonic. And uh, where, where was she from? Of course. <laughs> she played for that place's uh, Philharmonic and the Philharmonic Orchestra of New Orchestra. Manera. Of Numenera, yeah. that's the one. Thank you. Um, but she um, had a lazy eye, and I found that really distracting. And it was hard to like see past me, that. Miss you, Hunter. Miss you, Hunter. And I, I, uh, I don't know. You know, now I'm I'm overweight. I'm quickly approaching middle age, and I could probably deal with a lazy eye at this point in my life. But yeah, you don't know what you that, got till it's gone. That's right. That's right. That's, that's right. your takeaway from this. Episode. If you're listening. <laughs> Speaking of being gone, something we all thought was gone, but apparently is not. Fallout 76, huh? Well, Brooks, I wasn't it's... finished with my list. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. My bad. I got so eager to segue. 
yeah. Go back. Yeah, go back. To He's lost all control. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> this show's just going to become segways. God. Uh, sorry. I'm so sorry, Kyle. Yeah, it's the best one on the list. It's Goat Simulator on June 27th as well. Yeah. I thought that shit was already like free. That's no, what I thought. It's back very in the inexpensive day. game. But. Okay. Yeah. Well, now it's on Game Pass. And they, they added Metro Exodus not terribly long ago. Boy Bastards. Out Why of does that wilds. game have a following? Mm-hmm. I don't know. People probably just get stoned, go in there and eat a bunch of grass. and. I, I guess I've never... Run into cars and stuff. I, <laughs> I smoke my grass and then I go load up Goat Simulator and eat some, man. <laughs> I don't get it. I just I guess I've never watched the gameplay either, so I don't know what it is entirely. Are you yeah. an actual goat? It's just no nonsense. Play it for 10 minutes while you're waiting for something to download or your food in the microwave, and then that's about it. <laughs> you are a goat. And, uh, and you can you can like jump really high and hurl yourself at things. and Good Make goat noises. No. What have you. But yeah, Fallout 76. It's, it's back, and it's back in a big way. Everybody's playing it. Anybody who's anybody. Really loving mm-hmm. their new nuclear winter mode. The, the I heard John Stamos is playing it nowadays. John Stamos <laughs> is in. I think really everybody that was in Full House is oh, as long as I think that's going to be. They're going to do a documentary <laughs> called Nuclear Family. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just gonna let you dig, dig yourself a hole in that one. Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. I freaking did. Welcome to my and life. Tell me to cut it out. Um, no, nope. <laughs> and so uh, it was really funny when they unveiled this at E3 because oh, God. We mentioned it, but it was so good because it's just like two really tubby guys talking to an audience, and they're just like, We brought that's right, we brought a fucking battle royale to Fallout oh, no. 76. <laughs> and like the crowd, I, I think they must have stacked it with uh, uh. employees or. Yeah, no, they have to. They have to. Everybody was like, oh, yeah, Battle Royale in Fallout 76. Oh, it's so dumb. I just that wanted that terrible. guy to smash a can of beer on his head. So oh, bad. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, <laughs> brother. Kyle fashion. Just shotgun <laughs> Yeah, monster. fucking just drinking monster and punching holes in drywall and screaming the <laughs> F word, man. <laughs> wow. Nothing bad. I'm gonna go get a tribal tat and play Fallout 76. (laughs) You uh, you got hands on with it though, right, Josh? I did. I've only played a few rounds, and um, the pros are the shooting feels better in it. Like they did some tweaks to just uh, aiming and that kind of stuff. Um, So the shooting in it feels better now than it has in the game before, which already felt better in like Fallout 4. The looting is not great. Um, you'll go into houses and stuff and there aren't really like guns on the floor or anything like that. They're in chests that you have to unlock. So you have to do that pick lock mechanic like in Skyrim or fallout, you know? So you do that shit, which you can totally get shot up while you're just trying to get a gun out of a safe. And then, um, you're opening, you know, the little toolboxes and crap to get more gear. Um, so I don't love that because it's a lot of like popping up menus and trying to grab what you need and it feels slow and laborious. Um, Is there a VAT system incorporated? Um, I don't think so. I, that's, I couldn't, honestly, I couldn't remember the controls. It has the, mm-hmm. the AP bar or whatever. 
and you can use vats in in the regular mode against players but huh. it's it's just kind of like an increased accuracy thing i mean it's not okay. like a slow time or anything um so i don't know maybe it might be like a buff you have to pick up or something because there's like mutations yeah, and stuff that thinking. you get as you're going through the map mm-hmm. uh, so it's it's fine um the it has a mechanic like uh Battlefield 5's BR, where it's a wall of fire that's closing up the map. And, and honestly, it, it looks pretty good. Uh, I thought it would look terrible, but that part looks good. Um, it still has an issue where you're, you're kind of going through the map and textures are popping in and out. Um, so that looks kind of janky. It's like trees. All of a sudden, it's just like, oh, shit. That yeah. tree's got a bunch of leaves now. Um, <laughs> the load times are awful. I mean, it was probably like a minute, half, two minutes to get into the lobby the lobby had a two-minute yeah, countdown timer, and then you load into the actual game, and that was probably another one minute, one and a half minutes of loading. So, I mean, it's, you know, BR games, like, you you got to hit a rhythm in them. Like, it, it needs to, because you're going to die a lot. You're going to fail. And so the way you kind of offset that is, okay, I died. I'm out. I'm back in. Next round. Start fresh. Let's get this one going, you know. And whenever you're having to sit through that much menu time, I think it will make people go, eh, I'm kind of over this. But yeah. <laughs> um, one one mechanic, like, you know, Hunter, I guess I'll kind of back up a little bit. Hunter said, uh, you know, last time he was on, he made a comment, you know, it'd be like, it's like, it'd be kind of just as crazy as somebody making a BR in two years. I think it's crazy for somebody to make a BR game right now. Like, I even though this is just a mode, but I, I feel like mm-hmm. the genre is already pretty tired unless you're going to bring something substantially different. Way too saturated. Yeah. yeah. And and already so many games have been canceled over the last two years that, that were BR games. And so yeah. I this I don't feel like this mode really offers anything new to the game. And I don't think it offers anything new to the Battle Royale genre. You can build in it. Um, so you can make Hooray. forts and stuff. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, but it's slow. It's tedious. It, there's like some weird clipping and how things will connect and stuff. You can get nukes, but you have to get I think five codes to call in a nuke. That part of it I kind of like, uh, as far as how That's, difficult yeah. it is. And it's pretty scary when you see one go off. You know, the first match <laughs> I played. That's how I went out, and the person nice. I got it surprisingly quickly. To be honest, so maybe it's broken. I don't know. So the one of the other games Probably. I played, I, I didn't see one at all, so I don't know how common it is. It's it's it looks cool. It's scary. Yeah. Like it had yeah. something. I just I feel like at this point, if I were Bethesda when it came to Fallout seventy six, anytime I heard it mentioned, man, I'd just pull my hoodie up over my over my head yeah. and cinch my drawstrings up, slink off into the shadows. I go, why yeah. you just try? I stop. It's it, it's over. It was a disaster. <laughs> Move on. Yes. I Take agree. everybody working on that shit and send them to the next Elder Scrolls. I'm about to say, move on to that, please. Yeah, fix, fix, yeah. fix it. Well, I, yeah, and I don't quite understand it. Like, I, I just can't imagine because I think it, fuck, I think it dropped to something like forty thousand daily players within the first month or something. It was out. I mean, it dropped yeah. quick. Oof, and I, I you know, I doubt they have that now. Maybe they have it. I mean, they, they had like a free week on it or whatever. Maybe they have it right at this moment but I, I don't know why they don't just jump ship why why continually support a game that in no way can be possibly generating you much money i guess maybe just the fact that you know the assets are already there or whatever i think it's the same thing with anthem you know i mean anthem's kind of gone silent or whatever but there's all these rumors of them adding shit to it just call it quits it's done like nobody's yeah. coming back 
We could do the craziest, coolest fucking shit, but it doesn't matter at this point. Like it's you know, they fixed a lot of the things that were messed up with Andromeda. Um Bioware's game before Anthem. But by the time they fixed all that shit, the game's reputation was already mm-hmm. fucked, you know. Yeah, I never went back to Andromeda after those fixes. Yeah, right the first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll play it. Yeah. Quit yeah, that's don't, pretty don't pushing releases. Yeah. It's become yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> Between well, that and, a... and the loot boxes. No, I'm not finished yet. Between that and the loot boxes and Well, I think that's a all these surprise mechanics that's out a there. Wrap. You know? I um, What's What's the world coming to these days? Uh-huh. Damn Old kids man. with their baggy pants and they're Shakes playing their fucking sky. Harry Potter out there <laughs> on the street corner and Guardian Leviosa this and Bada Kadabra that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Well, that that's our episode this time on What's in the Box. Brooks, why don't you help us end this episode as we end every episode and tell us what's inside the box this week. Well, I got another resignation letter here, guys. Ah, Christ. Yeah. Most of, you, most of you out there know that Hunter hasn't been with us the last couple episodes. And I guess we know now his absence because it's here in this letter. So I'll just go ahead and read it to you. Hunter starts off and he says, my fellow socialists, that seems right. <laughs> first, let me say that all of your opinions on E3 during last week's episode are valid and agreeable. I have nothing to argue. While I miss the podcast dearly, I have now taken on the responsibilities of a homeowner. This includes trimming my hedges, cleaning my pipes, and caulking my windows. Also, <laughs> other seemingly sexual things. Between that and keeping up with my new Wilson from Home Improvement-like neighbor, I will hereby be resigning from what's in the box. May the wheels spin on and you never forget that the warden is always inside you. <laughs> Sign, Hunter Seelock. Have fun with your communist kickball. Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs>